Hello, hello. Welcome into Game Static, episode 110. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day. I got both the boys here in studio, Zach and John. We got a great episode here today, boys, because we have God of War uh, came out this week. John's already beat it. John's going to do his best to not spoil it for other God of War. He's the God of War diehard fan, so I told him, do his best. Do Talk about spoil things that he wouldn't care to be spoiled about, and then keep typing. I'm trying not to spoil anything. I, I wish you the best, and I'll be chatting about Sonic Frontiers. That came out really excited for that one. I've had a lot of fun with it in hours to put in. And Zach picked up Harvestella. I'm the only choice out of the three. Yeah, so <laughs> gonna chat about Harvestella as well. Uh, also, maybe some Marvel Snap. We feel like it towards the end. Weekly wrap up, of course. Pokemon's been completely leaked. We'll touch on that a little bit. Not gonna really dive into leaks. We'll touch on it. A couple other pieces of news that's kind of interesting that we'll dive into as well. Uh, so one thing to note still is our upcoming stuff. Uh, we do have episode 111 next week, which will be Pokemon and hopefully Black Friday deals. Uh, no other, no ads have come out yet of all the major ga- like gaming retailers, so we'll keep an eye on that. Break Thanksgiving week, 112. We'll be chatting about uh, Midnight Suns in the next week, live for the Game Awards. Next plan break, Christmas Eve, final episode of the year, 1231. Big question, Alex. When were the nominees for the Game Awards supposed to come out for Game of the Year? Uh, should probably be in the next week. Okay. Yeah. Do we? Uh, that reminds me. Do we want to make any predictions on that? Do we want? I mean, we already got forty <laughs> bucks on whether Sonic Frontiers is going to be that's there. Right. Yeah, we did. We did that. Yeah, that's right. Me and you did that last week. Yeah, because I fully believe you're out of your mind. Do it uh, to be a nominee. Yeah. Eh, I know it's probably not going to happen. But I was having fun with <laughs> it, but uh, I gotta tell you, I got my game of the year locked in. <laughs> Well, no, Easily. no, I was just saying 40 bucks on it being Oh, nominee. I know, but you, you, were yeah. talk, you were talking about predictions. Oh, yeah. I, I've got mine locked in. Yeah, I know, I know. You have got, you've got you got God of War. I didn't say that. No, we already know, okay? Yes. We already very clearly know. Uh, but no, boys, how we doing? How we feeling? How you guys doing today? I'm doing good. I'm ready to go. I mean, we got, this is going to be a fun cast just because we got two minor games and Harf Stella. Oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> relax. I'm actually really interested to hear about it. I mean, I, I am too, I but relax. <laughs> I am too, but relax. John, what about you? How are you feeling after completing God of War? Uh, not completed. There's a lot left to do, all right? All right. Busy guy. A lot, lot yeah. to do. No, I, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm happy I, I rolled credits earlier. I've, okay. That was that was my uh, my main goal today was to, to get through or get through at least... The, the main story of it that way I'd have a full idea of, of it plus I, I didn't want to go much further because everywhere I was looking online God of War stuff started coming up and I was like I gotta get through this so people don't so I don't get anything spoiled for me oof right were you overall very satisfied with how the game ended uh the the whole like ending sequence was awesome okay all right we're gonna dive into that obviously not what happened in the ending but we're gonna dive into his full thoughts into it I'm, I'm really excited for it I got the game it's installed, updated, ready to go on the PS5. We'll dive into it probably sometime this week before Pokemon comes out. It's my goal. Just depends on how much Sonic continues to pull me in. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. Trust me. I'm going to talk about that in, in, in a lot of detail. I'm very excited to chat about it. But uh, make sure to join the Discord. Appreciate that as well. Check out our Agent Ink shop uh, with our jerseys. I do actually have my Terrible Football Show jersey right here. It came in. I want to show it off because it's super sick. Uh, very clean material. Very happy with how this thing turned out. The camera's doing its thing. Again, it, yeah. you got, it caught it last it's time, too. Me. Yeah. But no, this thing is uh, very solid material. I At the very cool. least, what you can you can use it as a backdrop since the camera wants to focus on his hand. <laughs> yeah, you <see? laughs> so you can use it as a backdrop at the very least. If you need like a, just a very... 
I can't odd even, backdrop. I can't even really see it. I just see the top of his hand being yes. followed. Yes, no, the camera's not registering the, sh- the jersey. It's just registering his hand. That's all it's focused on. Woo! <laughs> oh, man. This is only stuff for you to enjoy if you're checking us out at youtube.com forward slash sparky3. And it comes right back. It comes back to daddy. That's what's up. And, of course, check out Rogue Energy. We actually all have some cans right now. Uh, Zach's letting me try some cotton candy, which is actually really good. Uh, it shocks me how good this is because I am not a cotton candy guy. Uh, those two got strawberry. We've, um, me and you've had tropical. You haven't had tropical. I haven't right? had one yet. Yeah, I'll need to. I'll need to pass one off to you so you can try it. Uh, but no, all pretty solid. Uh, really enjoy. I would say strawberry is probably my favorite, but this is actually probably my second favorite, which shocks me because again, I am not a straw, not a cotton candy guy. But this is actually really good. Uh, use our referral link down below to pick up some rogue cans. We'll definitely appreciate that for sure. Referral link is does wonders for us. And if you're listening to us somehow on Saturday's our upload, I forget now. What is our upload day now? Uh, usually I try to hit it like Sunday night, All sometimes right. Sunday or Monday. If you're watching this on Sunday upload or watching this live, you can go check out Rogue's Twitter and make a comment on one of their things. Whoever has the least likes by Monday, you get a free case of uh, cans. There you go. There you go. Also, speaking of like the case of cans, I want to give a shout out. I like, I like how Rogue sent it to me. I, I, oh yes, it, it's it not, was nice. It, it's not an actual box. It's literally just in a can sleeve. Yep. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> it's just in a a twelve can sleeve, but I only had eight cans, and it's just like they got a bunch of stuff all packaged around it to keep it in the center. <laughs> got to save money. Uh, so I I just I got uh, each of the flavors in a four pack, and it was just one one cardboard box, yeah. and they had their own little four pack sleeve around it. <laughs> And then just like some paper on top, I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Yeah, I respect that. I respect. <laughs> it's more relatable. That's the big thing. It's more relatable. Got Like Zach said, you got to save money somewhere. They were just like, we we just need to get it out. We don't care as long as it makes it to them. We're good. Yeah. All right, music's turned down. Uh, we've already kind of run through all of our plugs and everything. I guess the only other one is uh, check us out our website spark3.com. You sign up for free. Sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate that. Um, so, like I said, talking point-wise, we're pretty much going to focus on our, our three games that we're all playing right now. If we want to chat about some Marvel Snap towards the end, we will. And then just hit the weekly wrap-up and make our way out of here. Um, so why don't we start with God of War? I mean, that's, I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm, very, I'm very transparent. I know that's the big release for this week, as much as I'm a Sonic fan. Like, I get it. God of War is that I is the release. I don't know what you're on about. You need to relax. You need to relax. Actually, you're right. It is the release of Hearthstone released the week before. Yeah, so exactly. Good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. So God of War is the biggest release. I almost bought it the week before. And I was like, I'm not going to have time to play this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to play this enough for it to matter. What's up, Steve? How are you? He says, sup, gentlemen. What's uh, going on, Mom? Yeah, we may, ch- we may chat about some Marvel Snap, talk about what we're playing with. Uh, we'll see. We're, right now, we're going to dive into a lot of God of War, Sonic Frontiers, and then Harvestella. Uh, so, John, why don't you start? You know, like I said, God of War is definitely the biggest release of this week, one of the biggest gaming releases of this year. Die Hard, God of War fan. How are you feeling about it since you beat the game? Okay. There, There's a lot to o- unpack. Overall, <laughs> overall, it's like there were minor things here and there that uh, that I got irritated with. But overall, the, the game is a fucking masterpiece. Ooh, I was hoping so with all those early releases that were just all running friggin' nines. Like goddamn. Right. Yeah. Overall, the game the game is fantastic. Uh one thing that became clear pretty pretty early on is 
the hundred percent of God of War twenty eighteen, where you go through kill all the Valkyries, do all the optional objectives. That's a canon ending. Oh, okay. Hundred percenting is the canon ending. Yeah, like going Fuck. going through beating all the Valkyries. It's like doing all the side objectives and everything. That's the canon ending because it's rep. It's like it's not like big story stuff. It's just kind of referenced here and there. Uh, or like some of the objectives are referenced here and there for like side quests and yeah. things like that. Uh, so it was interesting to to find out. Oh, okay. So that's that's the story that they're they've gone with. Uh, because I I have a feeling. Oh, there's a lot of people that pl- played through it, and then when they finished the story, they put weren't. It down. They weren't yeah. done. Or it's like a lot of people put it down there. A lot of people were like, you know what? I'm I'm still I'm still into it. Let's let's keep going. Uh but yeah, the the game itself was. I mean, it picks up. One of the things I was wondering is when you started it, like when you start uh, Ragnarok. You're basically coming off of all this power that you had accumulated in 2018. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, how how strong do you actually feel? I feel pretty fucking strong at the beginning of the game, honestly. So he doesn't get neutered for once. It gets slight. It's slightly neutered, but it uh, because you have a lot of this attacks and stuff. A lot of the abilities you can unlock again, or like get enhanced versions of them okay. from the previous game. because uh, there's there's uh, skill trees for like Kratos, Atreus, and that. So depending, it's like there's the ranged melee and then like just generic uh, power increases and that. So there's, uh, and each of those kind of change, like enhances the combat a little bit, which one thing, combat is certainly faster than it was in 2018. Nice. You definitely feel that. Uh, and it, it seems like in the combat, after the combat trailer that they showed off where they were like, hey, you can look forward to this. And I told you I was getting really excited seeing that. Right. Yeah. Holy shit. It can get it can get fun real quick. Like early levels, the like some of the combo stuff they were showing off, you can get to there pretty quick. And then it's just going further and depending on how you want to play. Uh but yeah, the, and then oh, what was I gonna say? So real quick. Steve, so in terms of your comment, I'm actually I was the same way. All right. And what I can what I can say for you is this. John sent me a lore video of all of the old God of Wars, oh, right? God. And it was like that a thing's long 40 as minute video. Oh, that's the short one. Yeah, oh, you and, sent him the short yeah, one? Yeah, he sent me the short one. And he's like, watch this and then you're good for God of War 2018. And that's what I did. And I had a good time with 2018. So if you're interested in playing the God of Wars, that's a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> If you wanted to just jump into Ragnarok as well, there's a there's a short little uh, five hour and forty five minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's just covering God of War twenty eighteen. God damn. Uh, but yeah, the, the the game is like the exploration stuff in it as well is a little a little better than previously because that was what I was wondering. Because, how much more expanded is it? Uh Obviously, you get to go to the different realms in that, yeah, yeah. but the thing that makes it a little bit better is, uh, like the the travel within the realms is a little bit easier. You're not walking. You're not walking everywhere. So some of the big open zones, there's uh, you get like a little sled pulled by wolves or something. So yeah. it makes traveling between, like in the actual realms themselves, uh, a little bit quicker, a little bit makes it feel a little better. Now, how does the realms like? How does it feel being in a single realm? Like, if you had to make a comparison 
to another game that's like an open zone kind of game, what would you make comparison? Because I'm just wondering, like, how large are these zones? Because the general vibe I got off Twitter is that these were actually pretty good size zones. Uh, most of them are pretty good size. Not all, not, not all, all of them. them. Yeah, are, that's fair. Not all of them are created equally. There's definitely the ones that were meant like, to be. These are the ones explored. that you're supposed to spend more time in. Yeah. There's some that you're there for. It's like you're there for story, and that's about what you're there for. Yeah. But then uh, several of like, I don't remember if it was maybe like four of them are pretty fleshed out where there's plenty of stuff there. Like I, like one of the days I was playing, I, I spent six and a half hours running around doing side quests and exploring one zone and left it at like 40 or 50% completion. Okay. So one game that I've barely played, but I know you loved to death and you really emphasized quite a bit on the zoning. Would you kind of relate it to almost like a Tales of Arise? How do their zones are set up? Uh, not exactly. Tales of Arise is definitely felt smaller. Okay, okay. Like the individual zones themselves. It had more areas to go to, but the zones felt smaller. Okay, okay. Uh, because one of the one of the things with uh, Ragnarok <laughs> is going through the zones it's not just like, okay, I'm going to walk over here, go down this path and that there's a whole, there's a whole level of verticality to like every zone that you go to. Cause you'll be traveling. It's like, you'll go through, go down in a cave and then, uh, the grappling mechanic that they showed off in the trailers yeah, yeah, and that that's everywhere. Okay. That's cool. That it's like that stuff is you use that to traverse, uh, and I wish we had in, that breath of wild in like every zone. <laughs> I mean, you can just bomb but, jump. I know. Yeah. It's not like you can go do it to anything. Yeah, There's yeah. specific points that uh when you see them you can you can go to. Uh and then it's a, like as far as the exploration stuff, there's a lot of coming back to zones from when you get abilities or when you unlock certain aspects later in the game, then you gain the ability to go back to some of these zones. Uh But yeah, one thing that I started or I got annoyed with a few times is, and I didn't notice it as much in 2018, the companion AI occasionally just loses its damn mind. Okay, so it's, <laughs> what? St- it's still shitty. Yeah, like the companion AI, yeah. like Atreus and that following you. Occasionally, it just, it, they just stop following you. And, like, I, you'd walk near, like, this tunnel. Okay. And they, they think you're going in the tunnel. So they crouch down and they walk in there and they won't leave until you go in, walk through it, and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> but you need them to do like the exploration stuff. Uh, right. Because like uh, the different arrows and stuff that Atreus has, it's like you need those to be able to travel or like to unlock areas for like puzzles and stuff like that. Right. So occasionally occasionally it would get confused on where you actually wanted to go and then it'd be annoyed because i'd be walking around going what the where are you (laughs) because i'm sitting there i'm like shoot up here and he's not doing i'm like wait where are you i I literally was like walking around (laughs) trying to find him (laughs) only if they like installed like you know a button like the d-pad or something where he uh, you know kratos just yells out boy and just kind of reset back to position there's no (laughs) i'll tell you right now there is no room for any other buttons on Okay, there. all right, fair enough. Every, every, by the end of the game, everything Everything's is being used, used for a different purpose. Damn, okay. Uh, uh, where was I going? Uh, one thing is, as well, I'm, I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, but uh, one thing that I felt was missing in God of War 2018 was boss fights. 
Okay. Because it was I like the that. boss fights were like various different types of trolls and then the Valkyries at the end of the game, basically. Yep. It was trolls, Valkyries, and Balder. And that was it. In this game, fuck boss fights everywhere. Like there's boss fights. It's like bosses or like at least named enemies with like bigger health bars. Gotcha. Okay. So it's like named enemies just kind of show up. They're all over. They're they're on the map where you can encounter them from the beginning of the game. I mean, it's Ragnarok, so why not? Uh, but yeah, it's it, there's a there's a ton more boss fights in this game and enemy variety. Not all the bosses are the same template of like. Oh, that's two nice. Enemies. Now, granted, several of the bosses are. Or it's like several different challenges cutter. you have. It's the same enemy type with different abilities, different elements, and things like that. So it it makes it, even though you're fighting the same type of enemy over and over again, it feels different, uh, different enough each time, whether they throw more than one enemy at you or if it's just they have different, like a different element associated with them, so they're using different attack patterns. So it, it keeps it a little interesting like that uh by doing it like that. Uh but yeah, story-wise it's it's kind of hard to get into without yeah, going spoilery. Fair. Yeah, that's, that's be fair though. That's fair. Uh we'll just say or it's like one thing I'll say at least like out the gate uh repercussions from the first game come after you. Right pretty, at the, uh, it's the like okay. pretty pretty quickly, so it's like th- because of events that transpired in in 2018, it it don't take too long for shit to start kicking off. That's good. Out of just me personally, if, if it doesn't reveal a whole lot, does it feel like this is wrapped up the Norse and they may be doing something else, or is it still going to continue in the Norse storyline? Or do you I, think that reveals too much? The Norse storylines. Pretty pretty much done. Okay. Okay. It it's yeah it it goes through it pretty solidly. Okay. And uh and yeah at like especially through the ending sequence which I told mentioned was really awesome. Yeah, it it kind of doesn't leave a whole lot that you're questioning in terms by, of the Norse. Yeah. Okay. By the time you get you get done with it, it's like they they if anything they could it could be more like talked about more is as like side story kind of stuff or like the traveling stories that they do. Gotcha. Okay. But the overall Norse storyline is, should be finished after this game. Uh, the one, it's one aspect that I, uh, that came up and really, I didn't expect to interact with it as much because is like the gear and like weapon slots and stuff that you can put onto it. Because each each weapon has two, like it has a the weapon upgrade, an attachment to it, and then you get your two runic attacks, which is basically like your special abilities. Okay. I didn't expect to actually pay attention to that much because 2018, I didn't. It was just like whichever stat you wanted higher was the gear that you equipped. Okay. Uh, and this one, there's actually like sets. So there's uh, there's chest armor wrist armor and waist armor and usually the chest armor has a modifier to it and then if it and then uh there's sets for the waist and the wrist which when combined will give you like some bonus to a certain type of attack or something like that 
And then on top of that, they have different abilities worth like uh, using this attack or using this special ability has a, a like a percent chance to proc this effect. Okay. And uh, some of them are pretty interesting. I ended up using pretty much the same one from the the moment I got it mm-hmm. to the when I beat the game. I mean, that's nice to know at least. So once you find a set you like, it's pretty solid. Yeah, because. Uh, the the set I ended up like running the mo like like I said from the moment I got it to the end of the game was uh the the chest armor when you attacked with bare hands you had a chance to uh, poison enemies uh, which the poison it's not necessarily like a damage buff it's more of a debuff where they do less damage to you gotcha and while they're poisoned you have a chance to do extra damage per hit. And then uh, the west, the waist and the wrist armors, di- I did increased damage against poison targets. Oh, nice. So I ended up playing most of the game just bare hand fighting and then swapping to my weapons just for their abilities. So it's like I'd swap to them or if, they're, if there were enemies far away in that, I'd target them, throw the axe or something at them, knock them out of the way, and then I was back to just punching everybody. Definitely a completely different playstyle than I had in God of War 2018. Uh, but yeah, it it definitely leaves room for you. There's enough armor sets and enough variety there to where if you have an ability you like using more than the others, there's a good chance there's an armor or something that w- that'll ask you to utilize it, or you can find an armor set that sounds like a fun playstyle and see how effective it actually is. Because I mean, I. I, f- I found some that sounded cool. I leveled them up, and I was like, honestly, I've been playing this way the whole time, and I, I don't see how it can, or how this other style is going to be more fun than this. Okay. Uh, trying to think, because there's, there's some stuff, it, it kind of touches in a spoiler thing, so I guess I'll... Right, yeah. Is, is, there, is there any questions that you guys were wondering out of this? Because I'm kind of all without, over the place. Without deep spoilers, like, you know, we already very briefly touched on before we start recording, but it, without deep spoilers, thoughts on Thor? Because, I, like, everything I've seen on Twitter is that everyone's like, this is the best <laughs> Thor. This is the best Thor in media right now. Thor is a great character in this. Okay. Uh, the... Kind of the story arc of Thor goes from it's like he's got a he's got a cool entrance, uh, and I, t- I told you guys before we started, you go from like okay Thor Thor seems all right to hating Thor to feeling bad for Thor to loving Thor. It's all over the place. You go on a you go on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's an emotional roller coaster. You go on a journey with this character. He, <laughs> They show they show them in all different kinds of scenarios. So if I guess in this sense, from how you're saying, is Kratos is Atreus's father, would Thor be like the drunk uncle? Hmm. Hmm. Debating about how to answer that. Cause like- <laughs> <laughs> John's having such a hard time right now. He truly is backed in the corner that he's in. <laughs> The funny thing about the question you ask, Thor doesn't is in the, in this story. Thor is 
doesn't drink anymore. He's a sober dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So never mind That's on that funny. One. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, there's, I will say one, it's like, this is potentially light spoiler. Uh, so if, if you really don't want to know anything, then eh. apologies. Oh, well, but, uh, like the Norse gods, you you get of all the ones that are in the game. It's not just okay. You're introduced to God. Go fight, kill God. Yeah, it's it's not that. It's like there's there's actually a story arc with with most of these characters. Oh damn! Okay, that you get to explore kind of. Yeah, it's like it's okay. it's not and just it's not just they show <clears throat> up time to fight and kill. Right. So you actually more, you you actually get a story for so all of the gods that are in this game. Similar to sort of the slight relationship Kratos had with Athena for a little while. Yeah. Okay. So it, it, if if yeah, that that's probably a fair way to say it. Uh, also, one thing I almost didn't mention this: God of War twenty eighteen. Everybody, everybody was a God of War fan played that game, and it was like, okay, well, this seems like a different Kratos. This seems like a Kratos who's trying to redeem himself, get get past his old self. And live his new life. Man, Ragnarok is a man trying to not go back to who he was. Ooh, Damn. That's spicy. He, he is trying to not be who he used to be. And that is a story of Kratos in this game. Ooh, that's spicy. I like that. Man, it is. It's, it's, it's really good. Okay. It's like Kratos in this game is better than he was in 2018, in my opinion. Okay. Because of because of like the, the way his character is. Because right. in 2018, a lot of it is him trying to trying to relate to his son and open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this one, he's he's past that. At the end of 2018, like he was, it's like he was opening up to his son more. He was telling him, like actually communicating with him. Right. And this one is, th- this one is, past like past that point where. There is that level of communication there, but with everything going on, it's like Kratos is like everything he's doing is to protect Atreus. Right. But Atreus also doesn't understand everything that's going on. He doesn't understand the implications of anything that he does. So he's, it's like he's just kind of going about doing like the stuff he wants to do and doesn't realize the impact it has on the world around him. And then Kratos is like, Kratos is trying to teach him, but also not wanting to become that demon that he used to be. Right. So like, okay, in terms of our, our obviously our two characters, you know, Kratos' story be, being very much focused on he doesn't want to go back to how it used to be back in the day. But then you also have the alternate side of things with Atreus where, you know, and this is not a... Yeah. I don't view it as a spoiler because it's literally in all, like, it's in promotional material. You know, it's in trailers. I wouldn't know. I'd have not watch them. Well, you're not a huge God of War fan. But, it, I mean, it's it's in trailers. Like, it's in promotional material of where Atreus is also trying to essentially protect Kratos, you know, from this proposed future that Atreus believes to be a possibility that we you know you see in 2018 how much do those how much does those stories mesh well like you know how much do they you know rub against each other and stuff like that throughout the story dude that's a constant conflict okay that's what i was curious about is if that was like a non-stop conflict it's it's well it's a thing of in at the end of god of war 2018 you see the murals kratos sees the mural of him being held by atreus uh 
like dying and in like early on in this game you realize atreus knows of this like of the murals and that he knows of this prophecy Mm -hmm. he doesn't know kratos knows Oh, so that makes it interesting. That's funny. That makes it interesting. He doesn't know that Kratos knows this. So he's Atreus trying to, thinks he's the only one that saw that. He, okay. he thinks he's the only one who knows about it. So he's trying to do everything in his power to protect his dad. Mm. And meanwhile, Kratos is kind of of that mindset. He's like, I mean, as long as my boy's safe, whatever happens, happens. Okay. But yeah, it's a that is a the fucks he gives about his own life after he's after literally everything. he's <laughs> literally killed two gods of death. Dude, there's a <laughs> he's like I don't give a there's fuck a lot anymore. more reflection on like on on uh, like death in this game than I expected there to be. Well, that's nice. It, it's it's it comes up more. More than I expected. I don't know what I was expected story-wise with this game, but I was I was surprised over and over again with with some of the directions they went. Mm-hmm. And I love that I was that I didn't call everything that was going to happen. Right. Because it, it made it much more enjoyable to play. For instance, we're like, uh, not gonna. Say, I'm not gonna say what it was, but I told Zach the other day. I was like, dude, the transitions in this game from like story to gameplay fucking seamless like completely fluid it's it's completely fluid and it's fucking masterfully done Mm, okay and if you haven't played god if you haven't played god of war ragnarok you'll you'll probably understand what i'm what i'm referring to when you actually play it because it it happens like over and over again with some of the like some of the cutscenes into gameplay Mm -hmm. where i'm i'm like like I'm just I'm just like sitting there alone in my room clapping my hands. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like, like oh, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm just sitting Let's there. I'm, I'm like fucking well done, <laughs> master. Well but yeah, the the story of the game is great. Uh, like I said, I can't get too much into it. There there is so much that can be spoiled with this game if you haven't played it, or if you plan on playing it. There is a shitload that can be spoiled. Uh as far as like gameplay aspects and story aspects. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the only other question that I have, is, and I'm sorry that, to put you on the spot with this one, because I feel like it might be kind of a tough question just to immediately pop off your head. Maybe is since you've completed the game, what would be the best general sum of like the theme of this game that, that you could easily tell people? Like what is just the overall theme of the game? Like, rather, a single word, a sentence, whatever, what would be the best way to describe this game? Besides Masterpiece, of course. That's an, I know it's a pretty tough question. No, I know what I'm going to say. Okay. I knew as soon as you started saying it, I knew what I was going to say. Okay, okay. Uh, for justice, not vengeance. Ooh. Batman? Rip. Rip Kevin Conroy. Yeah, but no, it's like... Uh, Justice and not ven- vengeance. It would it would probably be probably sums it up pretty well. At okay. least based off the day I had today. Okay, all right, right on. That's nice. And I'm assuming since you're calling it a masterpiece, if you had to rate this out of ten, it'd be a ten out of ten. Or would you maybe give like a nine point five? Like where where are you kind of floating on that? I was about to say I said nines earlier, but most of the reviews were tens. Yeah, lots of nine, lots of tens. Got some nines. Where where would you kind of put that? What's your official game static seal of approval rating? 
Game's a 10 out of 10. Oh, okay. I've very rarely will I ever say a game's 10 out of 10. Most of the time, I'm, I, I lean more towards being critical of it. You are, yeah. But my, as far as my critiques of this game, it's a, like the companion AI occasionally I got irritated with. Uh, the, like some of the core like gameplay aspects as far as like solving puzzles and doing things like that in the game. I got annoyed at the first couple times they, they showed up because I felt like they when I when I finally got through them, I was like, well, that seemed unintuitive uh, because uh, when you're it's like most of the stuff is fairly simple by the after you see it the first time mm -hmm. or you understand what you're looking for. But the first time I'm looking for it, I'm like, you're just relying on a, a, a character going, I see something over there. And it's like, what, what the f and, and it's like their characters standing over here looking that way. And I go stand with them. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it's like aside from a, a couple things like that, because like I said, once you figure it out the first time, you know exactly what you're looking for later in the game. Right. Or every time it comes up thereafter. And uh, it becomes it becomes pretty seamless. Like you, uh, like you'll, you'll see something in the, like you'll see an area and you go, Oh, okay. Uh, I know what I, I know what I'm looking for now. Or do you, you'll look at it and go, you'll look at it. You'll see something, throw your ax at it and go, that didn't work. And then look and go, well, that's gotta be here for a reason. Right. Just gamer logic at that point. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a lot of like, like I said, the first, one or two times some of these instances come up, you look, you're like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. And then a character will say something, you go, okay, I guess that makes sense. Let's try that. Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's just, okay, well, I, I see thing here. I need to look for thing that I can use. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, it's like, aside from a couple small things where I got irritated a little bit, it was like minutes of, like a couple minutes of irritation over I rolled credits at 33 and a half hours or something like that, which you can roll credits much, much sooner than that. I did a lot of exploration. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I spent like one the other day, I spent like six and a half hours in one realm just running around doing side quests and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like you could easily blow through the story of the game. And if you wanted to just do that, you could probably play it and like, 20 like low 20s if you if you were just yeah. going through the story and not doing the side stuff do you think anyone would have difficulty in finishing the last sequences because in this does it have any sort of like level scaling of any sort i mean kind of similar to what it did previously one okay. thing I, it's like there's not it's not i wouldn't go the spoilery there's some instances where uh there, there's like optional bosses, and then for certain quests, it's like you'll have you'll have to face a boss to get to the end of the quest for it. And there's similar bosses of that type in the zone, where but if you do the one in the, the story related one, fucking five times easier than the optional one. Gotcha. Okay. Because I fought one boss, and I'm sitting there, I'm beating my head against a wall because I'm, I'm, I'm not great at like some of this reaction action based combat stuff. I love the games. I'm not the best at them. I don't got the best reaction time. I get, I get caught up wanting to hit something. Uh, and I'm sitting there and I, I beat my head against the wall for like 20 minutes 
uh, getting to the same exact point with a boss. I'm like, no, no, I'll just beat him next time. <laughs> and then it's like the 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 time I beat him, I wiped the floor with him because I've seen. It's like at that point, I've seen all the. I've died to the same thing six times. <laughs> Done the same attack six times. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. And then I get to a, like ten minutes later, I'm fighting essentially the same the same creature as the like the quest related boss, and it was a fucking joke comparatively. I don't know if that was just because I knew all the attacks net, or like I knew most of the sequences, or if it was just that much easier. All right. But yeah, some of that some of that stuff comes up as far as the final sequence of it. I don't think it would be. If you didn't do all the side stuff and didn't have all the upgrades and that, I don't imagine it'd be too difficult. Okay, because it's, uh, at least the the ending fight, like main boss fight sequences. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would be too too difficult. They're not the hardest boss fights in the world. They're very thematic though. There's gotcha. shit okay. happening everywhere, and it looks awesome. <laughs> but it's not the hardest fight in the world. Or. Not the hardest series of fights, I should say. Oh, okay. Well, we're wrapping up God of War. Alex, how is the Blue Blur and his islands of whatever? Starfall Islands, yeah. Okay, Um, I couldn't remember what they were called. Yeah, Starfall Islands. Well, so as a longtime Sonic fan, my general impression of this game and like where Sonic is right now, especially... You know, the movies help a lot, too. And Sonic Prime, the new show from Netflix coming out, looks great. The Sonic comics with IDW has been awesome the past few years and stuff. Written by Ian Flynn, who wrote this game. But, you know, obviously Sonic's a game character. Yes. And that's been the biggest weakness of Sonic for a very long time, obviously. Uh, in my mind, as a whole, from top to bottom, Sonic is back. Sonic is back to where he used to be long long ago like before 06 like i feel like we're back to that point we are back to where sonic is, the future is very bright in in all forms of media um especially when um one of the the top guys that you know at uh, sonic team and sega they they talked about this game and you know it's an interesting way that they put it and it's not like um I don't view it as in a, in a bad way because obviously this is new territory for them but they, they talked about how sonic frontiers is almost like a uh, like a global playtest uh, okay. Because this is all new to them. Yeah. Right. This is a very new concept, but they were just like, we kind of use Sonic Frontiers almost like a global play test because this open zone idea is gonna basically going to be Sonic for like the next 10 years. So that's awesome. You know, that's what we want to hear because I feel like they, I feel like they did, they, they did incredible with it, you know, because I know going into like marketing, it's just like, you see the original promotional material, right? Which is like, oh my God, open world. It's Sonic Breath of the Wild. And then they dialed it back. We're like, yeah. oh, it's not open world. It's open zone. And it's just like, eh, how, how is that going to... I feel like it's pretty sick. There's, a, I mean, I, I just completed the first island today. I'm only about seven hours in. And um, for the first island, I'm about... Uh, seven hours in, ninety six percent completion uh, for the first island. There's still a few things. Okay, I was just like for the whole game. No, just for the first okay. island. Yeah, there are five islands that you go to, 
Um, and there's a, there's, there's a lot to do. You know, I, I felt a, a lot of time just running around the island doing this, doing that, you know, and as you like undo more like small challenges and stuff, it makes it easier to get around the island as well. Like you complete this challenge here, this challenge there, and, and more rails will pop up and more springs or whatever. And, okay. it, and it makes it, it makes it feel so fun to be able to get from like one side far of the island and you can immediately get to the other side very quickly. Thanks to speed. Thanks to the different things that you've unlocked throughout the island. And it, 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 it's a lot of fun. It, it, it is sick. You know, it was just like, all right, let me catch this rail real quick. It's like going to the rails, you hit the rings to help further, you know, speed up and fly yeah. through the air. It, it feels so cool flying around. It's so, it, it, it's awesome in that regard. Um, you really, the only like gripe that I kind of have at this point, yeah, you know, which they're usually never that good. Every once in a while, it's not terrible. The voice acting is kind of meh, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like the, the plot itself is interesting enough Was I expected the plot to be good because Ian Flynn is, is heading it, who writes all of the IDW uh, comics. And that series is just incredible of the Sonic comics. Um, so I expected the plot to be good, but the, you know, the voice acting itself, it's like at times it's a little eh, lackluster side, but in terms of the gameplay, uh, you will still feel that trademark Sonic experience where it gets almost a little too out of control, you know, because you're just going. You you will feel that every once in a while, but gotcha. I, I feel okay. like I feel like the amount of times that I've felt it, I could probably count on both hands. You know, it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, you'll be like, you will feel yourself just just fly off to the side or whatever. Welcome back, Steve. Like you will feel that every once in a while, right? You will. Yeah. Like it's a Sonic game, okay? Sonic's running around at the speed of sound. Like you're gonna feel that, but it's not that often, which is good because that's always been the problem with so many of these games. Like obviously Sonic 06 yes. and Sonic Forces, of where you literally can't fucking control Sonic or anyone else you're playing because the controls are just bad. Yeah. So the controls are good. That's the main thing. And in terms of like one one concern everyone always had when it came to the trailers. And to be fair, Sonic Team did a terrible job marketing this game. Yes, they did. Uh, The open zone does not feel empty. It does not feel empty. There are always enemies popping up, whether if it's small ones, like, you know, like there is a couple small enemies that you can literally OCO, no problem. There are groups of enemies that, you know, smaller ones that you can quickly OCO. There are some that you have to, you know, maneuver and like knock off some shields with your little, you know, spin thing that you do. And then everyone, you know, pretty often you'll get the fucking big ass ones that just pop up and that, you know, it just kind of slaps down in arms. You have to like ride up its arm and destroy three different points. There's one, um, it was in the promotional material where the one enemy where it has like the long, uh, almost cyber like tail behind yeah. it. That, you, that pops up pretty often and it's actually pretty fucking tough to kill unless you're, you know, cause it's, it's very, very quick, you know, cause as you're going on it, it's firing off, you know, there are three slots you're basically locked into as you're running and you just, you know, dodge multiple lines. Think of almost like a, like, you know, guitar hero at it. So at, a rhythm game. It, yes. It's very quick and you have to, you know, just kind of jump through all the fireballs and finally get up to the main point to attack it and start you know the rest of the battles i mean it can be a pretty challenging fight and that thing will spawn pretty often so here's a question for you alex you talking about this so how is the combat because i mean from the crap shoot of promotional stuff we saw it was sort of that weird smash dash you can do a circle to cause a tornado but from what you're saying like there's a whole like almost qte event well okay so in terms of like that particular boss fight to an extent, like you're running on, like, you know, so for that particular boss fight, uh, which is, um, yeah, he's a big fan of Techno Kitten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for that particular boss fight, you know, the first part of it, you know, which it's a, it's a mini boss, you know, and it spawns often. It's just one of the larger enemies to, to fight, whatever. Um, you know, running on the tail, you're just 
you know, dodging all their fireballs. Yeah. And then, when, you know, sooner or later, once you get up to its base, that's when you can just do one attack on it, and then you start the next part of the fight and try to kill it. In terms of the combat, you know, um, as you progress and just do various challenges or the cyber the cyberspace stuff, which I'll get into in a moment, uh, you can further upgrade your damage level, which is the little bar on the bottom up to 99, whatever. Okay. And uh, in terms of what you can all do, there is the skill tree that you can upgrade throughout the game. Um, so, you know, you have the initial like little tornadoes that you can create. You have just the regular homing and punching and stuff. And then, you know, you have like uh, another uh, skill that you can unlock where the more attacks that you do fills up a gauge. And once that gauge comes up, it's like Sonic is like unleashed like a fury of attacks super quickly. There's yeah. the one where you can fire the air, you know, the, the waves of air at, at an enemy. Um, there's one where he creates like, you know, like multiple, you know, uh, like orbs of energy around him and fires it. Like like this, I haven't unlocked the full, like there, there is a full skill tree of different ways that you can, you know, enhance your combat, you know, whether if it's like, you know, do a quick parry and then you, you know, another skills where you do a successful parry and then you can immediately just, you know, home attack into someone for a large amount of damage. Um, so there, there is, there is a large amount of, in terms of the combat that you can further explore, which is super cool. So it is actual combat because from like yeah. the last Sonic game I ever played, it wasn't really a whole lot of combat unless it was a boss fight. It was more or less like, oh, there's an enemy. Let me pop it in the head, pop this one in the head just to continue on your path. Right. Yeah. No, it, it, it's not, it's not, uh, you know, just straight homing attacks and you're done. Okay. It's not that there is there is actual combat to it. There's parries that you can do and everything, which is really cool. Um, do you have to fight these enemies? Uh, certain ones, yes. Okay. Certain like I, I, you, I you, wouldn't. I haven't seen much on it, so yeah. I don't know if it's just like enemies kind of pop up, blocking your way, and you right. have to defeat them to go past them. Steve said he's digging the camera switching. Yeah, dude, we used to do that like religiously until we got into the the, the makeshift studio. Uh, that's all we ever used to do was switch cameras. Yeah, he yeah. took away my camera controls. Yeah, well, we, you know, everything was right there at my my personal computer, so I just didn't want to deal with it. But now that we're back into an actual studio, we're back to doing actual camera switching, which is nice, you know, because it is a nice. Li- I, I especially like it with uh, with how we do game setting because depending on the scene that you go to, it it, it moves the the yeah. scenes on the screen, which is really cool. I, I, I go to go to all of us. You'll see me just slide on the screen. Like, I, I just think it looks cool. It's a nice little touch. You know, if just, you go to single cam, it just zooms yeah, in on whoever. Yeah, it just slides it in and stuff. You know, I, it's, it's, it's a cool touch. It's nice. Uh, but anyway, so also with, the, like, the cyberspace stuff, the cyberspace stuff, one complaint that I saw leading up to the game release, right, was, and it was a very minor complaint, is when it comes to it, there's pretty much only three zones that you're in, which is, like, a Green Hill zone, like a city and um, what well, like a ruins one. Those are the only okay. three, and like each cyberspace level just rotates between those. It's essentially like the backgrounds and the, the aesthetic. That's the only aesthetics that you're essentially dealing with is city, green hill, and like the ruins one. Okay. Which some people kind of view that as a complaint, where it's just like, I feel like we could do so much more. And I agree. I, I do feel like you could do more. But the thing about all the cyberspace levels is that they all feel, even though like one, you know, two of them may share a green hill aesthetic, they all feel distinctly different because like maybe this one green hill will be from over the shoulder and then there will be some that will be side scrolling. Like they, they're all going to feel different. Um, that just sounds weird, but okay. Yeah. It just depends on which level that you get into, um, you know, where it could go from behind the back or from a traditional side scrolling version of Sonic. It really just depends on which one you, that you hit. Cause like, uh, the first Island there is, uh, there's seven cyberspace levels, uh, that you can unlock. 
and get into. So you speaking of these cyberspace things, so, so like are these like optional things or do you actually have to do it to progress the you island? Need, you need to do it. Okay. Yes, because so the, the general the general concept of the island, and this is something where right now I'll go ahead and say this. My general like eight you know out, out of ten that I would give this game right now is probably like an eight point five out of ten. But here's the thing that could potentially go down. It's gonna depend. I just got to the second island, right? So depending on how the islands feel going forward, if it's like super repetitive, may drop some points for me. Okay. But first island felt awesome. So I'd probably give like an 8.5, right? But like the general idea of each island, and I was kind of curious how they were going to do this. And I'm still curious going into how it's going to be for island three and on is every island is the same general idea. You have a Titan you need to kill. You need to collect the chaos emeralds to kill it. So the cyberspace levels are, are required because you have to get the chaos emeralds. So wait, you got to collect the chaos emeralds each time. Yes. And I was curious how that was going to work, right? Like, cause usually in all other previous Sonic games, the chaos emeralds is the whole point of the story. <laughs> Yes. Well, they are the key emphasis of this story. Okay. Because that's the whole reason they're they're even going to Starfire Islands to begin with. Like the opening cutscene is like, oh yeah, we're almost to Starfire Islands. Like, all right, yeah. It's like now we can try to figure out why the Chaos Emeralds, you know, were are here. Like, why are they here? And then like as you're going through like the first island and like Sonic's like talking to Amy, for example, one thing that he points <laughs> out is how all the Chaos Emeralds, you know, they are in these mechanisms that you have to unlock with the keys that you get from the cyberspace levels. Okay. But what Sonic points out is like, you know, the whole reason we came here is because all the Chaos Emeralds were here and we thought it was like potentially for like a power reason. But he's like, it's like these machines are almost trying to contain the emeralds. So like it, it's giving plot, you know, little teases to probably what's to come, obviously. Gotcha. Okay. Um, now as for like getting the emeralds each time, I was really curious how that was going to go. So how it went for me from first Island to the second is that Sonic was obviously supersonic. And yeah. he, he told Amy, he's like, all right, I'll be back in a flash. And he starts flying to the next, you know, next Island and he gets attacked on the way there. And when he does, he loses the emeralds. But so now I'm curious, like, Okay, is it just going to be cut, cut, you know, cut, cut, and copy paste for each one going to each island for He's why? Just gonna get slapped. Yeah, like is that how he loses the emeralds each time? Because if so, kind of lame. Yes. But I'm, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens going from island two to three. Is like, okay, how does he lose the emeralds this time? You know what I mean? Does he get slapped again? Does something else <laughs> happen that makes him lose the emeralds? Like, what's the? How does he lose them? Because like in Sonic's mind, when he got the emeralds after the first, he's like, all right, we're done. I'm gonna wrap this up. Go get tails. We're out of here. Like he thought like everything was done, right? Yeah. Yeah, which would and make then, sense. Yeah, and then he gets slaps and lose the emeralds, and he's just like, ah, damn it! And he's like, all right, well, got to find him again. So like th that, th I'm kind of curious how it's going to go from island to island. And uh, one thing that um, uh, Steve did point out involving like the music, whatever. I think he pointed that out. Uh, yeah, yes, if the music was yeah. good, yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. Out of all video game OSTs, this is probably my favorite one. Like I've been banging out to this music, dude. Like it is incredible. Like all of the original tracks that I've listened to are awesome. Every single Titan has its own original uh, track with lyrics and everything. Oh, that's a nice touch. Which is because like 
Dude, the first boss fight, the first Titan, like, I'm not shitting you. It felt like an in-game boss fight from a previous Sonic game. Like, like, I felt the same level of hype that I did when I went Super Sonic to fight Chaos and Adventure. Or when I, you know, there was, you know, Super Shadow, Super Sonic versus, you know, the perfect life form in Sonic Adventure 2. That same level of hype with the first major boss fight of the game. And it was so cool. The first boss fight was so intense and so fun to play. The music behind it was great. The actual way of fighting the boss was super sick as well where it's just like you're in a very large area that you just fly around and just continuously attack it and bring down its health with all the skills that you got up it was super super cool all right uh, but the music's awesome music's incredible um you know i did also notice one thing that i thought was just really cool you know i, I noticed this just from going through the soundtrack whatever but one of the one of the two ending songs because the first ending song you know it was obviously heavy and promotional was from uh, one okay rock yeah. vandalize uh, but the second ending song is actually uh, sung by Nate Wants to Battle, which I thought was really cool. Hey. Yeah, because he's done a lot of Sonic stuff before. Like, he had a Sonic cover album. He yep. he, he participated in the uh, Sonic Sympathy. Yep. Uh, he sung some songs. So I thought it was really cool that he had an original song that he sings and it's in the, it's in the end credits. I thought that was super cool. But uh, the Cyberspace songs, awesome. You know, all those tracks are really nice, very addictive to listen to. Uh, the actual like you know lyrical songs throughout the boss fights and everything all really cool. Um, I, I I'm I'm loving the experience so far, but like I said, I've only done the first island, so now I'm curious. Now that I'm on island two, is how repetitive is this going to feel? Obviously, every island is different. It all has a different vibe to it. New cyberspace levels and everything. But how repetitive is the full game going to feel? Is it really just going to be co copy and paste five times? Because mm -hmm. so I could see where people are going to be a little like little down on the game in that regard um but so far I, i've loved it I, I think like i said i think sonic is back so, sonic team clearly took their time with this not only from them delaying the game but just from you know how well the game is put together they took their time on this game and that is very clear with the with the end product in my opinion uh and I, i'm very excited to continue playing and i'm very excited to see the future of sonic and where we can go from here with more open zone games uh, and it's just like there are so many like little tidbits here and there where it's like the nice attention to detail uh, and nods to previous games like, you know, going into the the boss fight uh, on the first island, you have to like go up like a, this large waterfall, whatever. And as soon as Sonic approaches it, he's like, oh, man, this this view is sweet. It reminds me of Mystic Falls, which is like the large open zone area from Sonic Adventure 1. Gotcha. So it's like nice little nods like that acknowledging, pre you know, previous Sonic games, including like conversations between characters um, you know, Knuckles hasn't appeared for me yet, but I know he is here soon. But like, I, I've heard conversations between him and Sonic are nice nods to previous games. Same thing with like Sonic and Tails and Sonic and Amy and stuff. There's, there, you know, it, it's they're really paying nice homage to previous Sonic games. Should be open world, four player, choose your character co-op. That would be a, that would be an interesting. That'd uh, be chaotic in a Sonic game. It would be very chaotic, but it'd be, it would be interesting. Uh, I, I like I said, I love this game. I was talking to Steve about it, if he should get it or not, because he's like, that is a console game for me. I'm like, stop being a Steve, stop being a bitch. Just get it on Steam. You'll be okay. Just plug a just plug a controller in. Um, but no, I mean it, it's great. If you if you like Sonic, if you played Sonic, any if you're a Sonic fan, this this is the, this is the return of the blue bird. He is back at, at his full See, potential, Alex, in my opinion. There's only one thing I still need to know. Hmm. Amy dead yet? I mean, technically. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Technically, because right when you find uh, right right when you find uh, Amy, she's she's stuck in cyberspace. You know, <laughs> when you find her, so like when, as you're you're bumping into her around the map and stuff, she's just like a, a, a cyber ghost, a virtual reality. Yeah, she's a cyber ghost, and even Sonic points out, he's like, so what's it feel like, you know? 
being like all like dead and ghostly and stuff. Yes. <laughs> and Tails is going to be the same way when you bump into him too. Sonic's the only one that's not like that. He's like the key apparently is how the game starts because he gets out of cyberspace under his own power. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. So and I'm assuming that'll just be explored more as the game goes on. But console only. No, man. Just get it on PC. You'll be okay. Your life will be better for it. Trust me. I mean, he's not wrong, Steve. I mean, if you get it on PC, then you can just connect your tower or whatever to a bigger screen or a projector and just make it as big as you want. Yeah, exactly. And you can also use the mods on it that's already out there. Are there already mods? Oh, yeah. There's already people modding shit out of it. Cool. Because all I could think of when you were telling me about the Emeralds was there the Dragon Balls. <laughs> basically. They basically are. <laughs> just gather up the Dragon Balls again, boys. Uh, but no, I, I love it. I think I think it's so much fun. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of this game so far. Very excited to see what the... Because I didn't even touch the second island when I got there earlier. I just got there, saved it, kind of called it quits there because I just started getting ready for the show. Gotcha. So I'm ready to dive into the second island, which is going to be like a desert theme. I'm in a, I'm in a desert for this one. Okay. So I'm going to get kind of curious how this is going to go. I want to hijack you real quick because I forgot one thing to mention okay. on God of War. And that's just the fact of we talked... Uh, about it briefly before the game came out that they had the different performance modes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. So when you when you first launched the game, oh, uh, two things. One, also if you don't remember much about God of War, they've got like a fifteen minute introduction video <laughs> that you can play before you actually play the game mm -hmm. to give you a brief rundown. But yeah, the different performance modes. It's like, do you want it to be, look better or do you want it to run better? Right. It's basically the way they have it. I played with it uh, run better, mm -hmm. but I mean, the game looks fucking great anyway. Yeah. And Sonic actually has those same options of uh, performance or uh, quality. And I'm just like, I don't feel like this is a question with how fast Sonic goes. You want performance. You don't want quality. Yeah. I'm sorry. You don't. You want the, you want that 60 FPS, dude. Sonic. We've seen that in two games back to back on the same week. You think that's going to be a common thing with our current gen of consoles? Uh, what, just the modes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's mainly what I was just wanting like circle back to yeah. it on it's just the fact that those being in there because there are the people that prefer they they just want they want to look pretty they or want something. graphics or anything but i mean i went performance because i would prefer performance but also i was playing it on ps5 mm -hmm. and honestly what was it really matter at that point right it's like it's not gonna it's not gonna make it look any worse Steve, you're over here laughing at, at 60 FPS. Meanwhile, you're the one bitching that you want to play Sonic on console specifically. You got to pick a side, man. If you want, if you want more, play it on your. Get it on Steve. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I've given up on the frames for a second. As long as it looks good, I can enjoy it. As long as yeah, as long as it looks good and it runs stable, that's all I really give a shit about. That's why Alan Wake on Switch was fine. It looked exact no, same. No, it looked no, the exact no, same. No, it was no, fine. No, no, no. That looked like an absolute <laughs> disaster. So I can feel nostalgic. Yeah, you'll feel nostalgic with Sonic 06 in that case, but... It's fucking atrocious. <laughs> All right, Zach. How's Harvest Stella? Harvest Stella is... A, so I haven't been able to get a whole lot into it. Um, so it's a Square Enix game. I'm going to just throw it out there. So this is their hard blend on life simulation with rpg yeah i'm actually ex i'm excited to hear you talk because of all <laughs> the ones that were of all of these like rpg life sim games yeah. this one looked the best well here's the thing about it so i haven't gotten entirely into it yet because with it being square enix there's a mix here so there was a you can tell there's this very hard contrast of them going 
We wanted it to be a life simulation game, but we needed it to also still be an RPG. So there's a very hard line of, yes, there's a life sim parts of it, of trying of your characters now running a farm, and which it's not even that. They're literally just like, <laughs> your ass is walking through the town during this event they call Quietus, which is more or less the season of death, and everything that's out there during this time should die. But for some reason, you're hanging out, and you manage to survive while hanging out there. And Dr. Lady finds you. <laughs> she finds you laid on the ground. She's like, hey, are you all right? Oh, you're sort of weak? Well, here's this. Get some rest. Come visit me once you're better. At my, <laughs> at my doctor's place. I was like, all right, you're sort of shit at this one? Okay. <laughs> Go visit her. Yada, yada, yada. Stuff happens. Things fall from the sky. You immediately investigate and find a person in it. Drag them out to this shack that's outside the city. And they're just like, yeah, no one's been using this. So you can watch over this person and keep, keep it. Later. <laughs> <laughs> and your character's just like, all right, I just sort of shut up here, have amnesia. Why not? And then the doctor shows up to check on the two, your character and the person you find. It's just like, how's everything going? Okay, good. I have a gift. Hand you some seeds, a hoe, or this tool. It's just like, now I'm going to show you how to plan all this. I was like, you're sort of shit at gifts. Because <laughs> if your character's like, so you got to help? No. <laughs> So it does sort of that whole thing is showing you how to set up the farm and whatnot, water things, which they make it simple and just, it's all one tool. You just switch between the plow, the watering can, then you have to make a hammer and you can hammer stones out of the way. Then it goes on the whole aspect of now you've planted all this stuff, but now you need to do stuff. So you can go to this zone and you go beat up monsters. And it's pretty much open zones once you get to the point of actually opening it. But with it being an RPG, it took me like an hour or so to actually get through the initial setup stuff of introducing characters, introducing the plot and everything of these whole sea lights, which are these giant crystals that are representing pretty much the four seasons. And more or less with these people that have shown up who are called being referenced as omens, shit's happening. The sea lights are causing things to happen. More monsters are appearing, yada, yada, yada. And more or less things are happening with it. The omen have shown up. Within the first hour, it's referenced that this character, Arya is her name, that you've saved, she is apparently from the future. And she's from a future that was investigating the sea lights, which she calls, the one for Autumn, she calls the Red Queen. And somehow it led to her being sent back in time, along with a bunch of other people, because there's other people. To break it down quickly, for anyone who's played PS uh, Fantasy Star Universe, I started referencing it as Fantasy Star Universe. Your character are the humans. The people that are called the Omen are the cast, or with their mech suits and weird tools and whatnot. And because the combat completely reminded me of it, because it's open combat. Once it starts going, you can fight anything. I'm as a level like three can go fight a level 22 thing, and it's going to fuck me up. But if I can manage to move out of the way and just keep hitting it, I can win that fight. It's going to take forever, but I can win that fight. Steve also said it sounds like Ender Lilies. Have you heard of that game? Um, I can't I say yay or no, because I know what that game is, but I've never touched on it. Okay. 
But yeah, no, I know what that is, but I've never played it personally. Okay. Um, so, so you sounds like you bought a life sim game, but you got bait and switched with a JRPG, which I'm okay with because I love JRPGs. <laughs> yeah, because it's one thing that I was wondering is like. You know, we know it's a JRPG. We know it's a farm sim, but like, I was wondering how much does it balance between that? It's actually a pretty good balance because, okay. um, because the farm stuff you have to do to make money, right? Because the monsters give you no money. Okay. Um, they give you materials and stuff that you can sell, but they give you no money. The other interesting thing is they it has a time limit cycle. Oh, okay. So more or less, your character wakes up at six in the morning and you can go till midnight of that day and the time progresses pretty quickly um you can go past the midnight and your character starts getting slightly weaker because exhaustion yada 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 Mm -hmm. and if you go to sleep after midnight you actually lose time and instead of waking up at six you'll wake up at noon so you lose time on that day so far i've found no reason if there's going to be a time limit on days or how it switches seasons i haven't gone that far but the other thing with it is, um, with that, the day-night cycle sort of thing, because even if you go and fight creatures and whatnot, because as it being an RPG, you do level up, you don't actually level until you sleep. So you can go fight all these creatures, but until you go sleep, you're going to remain at level three or whatever you're at. And once you sleep, then you get all that experience racks up and levels you up. Now, did you fight the level 20-something monster? Yes. How'd that go? How much experience did you get on this? I didn't this? because I they've at least with that creature they've made it where I can't cheese it mm. because I found a way to cheese it because <laughs> you can get party members and in the first dungeon you go to you get a you get one party member who's the one of these omens who's more or less a mech wizard they're in a big suit of armor and they cast spells you also get to join up with a unicorn. Who, who's like super haughty and uses thunder magic. I gotta get this game. <laughs> <laughs> that sold him on this it. Game, I was already sold on this game, but man, this sounds awesome. Oh, um, but no, the thing was, is like, I almost cheesed it because there was a bridge log where I was on the other side and my AI partner, because they're AI control, you have no control over them. They do their own thing. If they go down, it's even like, well, after a couple, after a moment or two, they'll get back up and start fighting again. Um, they ran the other side to attack some monsters and then the big creature noticed us and tried to, and got stuck on them trying to attack me. So I was just sitting in the back trying to kill it with magic. <laughs> but after so long, <laughs> if you don't do enough damage or you're, you're not in combat oh, long enough, it okay. resets and went, fuck. So they, they, they basically get you with a, you get, you have a combat timer that you don't necessarily know the time limit. Of. Yes. Okay. If you are in an actual fight and getting hit, it resets but if, and if you do so much damage, it resets. But if you're not doing so much damage or it's not yeah. actually getting close you to you. You have to hit the threshold. You can't yes. just fight indefinitely. Yep. Okay. That, that makes, I was wondering how that, w- how that was going to be. Yes. But I mean, if you really want to, you can go fight higher level creatures. But as I said, for, it's pretty much the PSU style is just like, there is no dodge roll. It's just straight combat. You either, you hit stuff and you either move out of the way or you take the hit. <laughs> Which makes combat a little more clunky and tedious just because you're just going to keep hitting things for a while. <laughs> okay. Um, there is a job system in it, and as you progress stuff, you unlock that jobs. That was my other question, because you were saying using magic, and I wasn't sure if that's just like the base character or if that was 
like something you picked up. It's something I picked up because your base character is just a swordsman. Okay. And how it works is, so you can equ- you can uh, equip three classes and you can actually switch between them fairly f- okay. fairly fluidly. But there is a cooldown between using it. So once you switch, the class you just switch from is on cooldown for a bit. So it forces you to have to use that class. Yeah, you can't just cycle, but like yeah, cycle using ability cycle quick, yeah. cycle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there, but there is perks in each tree to make the cooldown less. Yeah. And which it's a nice thing because I don't know how many classes are in it, but there's at least from what I can tell based on the grid, ten or twelve, and you can have three equipped at a time. The three that are you're equipped, you get. Um, tech points for which you get for just having them equipped and using whichever one you're actually using getting kills with you get a slightly bit more but it's an easy way where you can farm up stuff to be able to level for especially for later part of it I assume whenever you're getting some of the later classes but they're not as strong and more or less let you farm that way um, sort of I'm, at, I'm finally sort of at the open part to really see it because so far I've only gone through the main opening which is pretty railed of just you go day from day farming your crops selling them as needed um going to the zone farming what i can for the moment until i got to that first dungeon and then it sort of started opening up and giving me things of just like there is some management of of resource and whatnot there is a stamina system and then a hunger system but it's not as bad as most like life simulation games of where well, if you run out of food, you're just going to die. Yeah. The thing with it is, like, if you don't have any food and energy, your stamina will not regenerate. So you have to eat something and have that so your stamina regenerates naturally. And otherwise, once your stamina is gone, you're fucked. <laughs> Steve also asked, is it like BDO combat or a Final Fantasy combat? I'm trying to remember what BDO is. Though. My only guess is Black BDO, Desert Online. BDO combat's the really fast-paced action combat. Okay. So it's action combat, but it's not nearly as fast-paced. Yeah. BDO yeah. combat is... I've never good. heard that term, so I didn't know what it was. Black Desert exactly, Online. Yeah, that exactly was my first guess was. was Black Desert Online. Yeah, um, it's not nearly as fast. It's actually fairly clunky. It might be faster once you get further in the game. Um, as I said, I don't know yet because I'm only in like the first three hours. I mean, for the combat I've been having, I don't mind it. It's definitely not my most favorite action combat. But for how it's supposed to more or less run, it's more or less just free form. More or less as you run into things in the on the field, they just start fighting you. There's he asked no, if it he, he meant more so open aim or target locking. You can target lock, but it's pretty much open aim. Okay. Because there are wide attacks where you can hit multiple enemies, but you can lock on to help you out. Um, but the lock on, you more or less have to be pretty much on them. Once they get a certain distance, it fucks off. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are skills for each class and whatnot. Um, because yeah, it's fairly railroad till you get to a certain point. I just got to the point where it's like, yeah. So like the sea lights are fucking up in all the air and all the cities. So you should probably go check those out. And it's just like, it gives you the locate the directions of each three of the city. And it's like, you should probably go to the spring one first. But if you don't want to, you can go to the others and see what happens. Right. <laughs> More or less saying, spring is the next level zone. You can go to the higher level zones and see how you fare. <laughs> okay. Give it your best shot sort of vibe. Pretty much. Got it. And then there is a sort of 
bond system of with the different characters of building relationships, and I assume get better stats because Arya, the sort of red-haired girl who you've been taking care of, who came from another time, I've you got a I got a stat with her, and it's just like with getting that, it was like all right, now your whole party has increased crit whenever there are. And you get a three-man party, you and two other people. Crit. Hasn't given me a third person yet. What? I was going to say crit, rate. crit chance or crit damage or both? It was actually both. Oh, it was okay. actually crit crit chance and uh, crit damage, but it was only 1% at this time. I like Aurea. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are like very notable characters that you're like, okay, this will be a person who you can build some sort of relationship and whatnot. Um, How many characters are there in terms of like the playable ones? One. Oh, I mean like your your group, I mean. No clue. Oh, okay. Still so, figuring that out. So far, I've only had Arya in the omen suit whose name I can't remember off the top of my head and then I assume at some point the unicorn. <laughs> okay. Because the unicorn was straight up like, I'm here to find, a, find my princess who's my... Owner, you seem like shady people. I'm gonna fight you to find my princess. Oh, you're also just happy to finding another, looking for another girl. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, I'll travel with you, but I can't fight with you. I can only fight with a princess. <laughs> then it's sort of upset because there's a moment where between the armored ally you and the unicorn you run into an enemy. So the armor's like, so that enemy should be done with magic. Hey, unicorn, you mind like teaching them magic, or would you want to just sit here forever? It's just like. Fine, I'll teach freaking magic. <laughs> um, so at least the, all the characters are very notable so far. Arya's like super, almost cookie cutter. Like I'm in another world. I need to get out. I need to get back to where I was. I have a mission and everything like that. The tech person, the omen person, I met up with. They were just like. Some weird shit's happening with my people. I don't know what's going on. There's some shady shit. Let's work out together. Let's help each other into a point and f- figure out what's going on. And the unicorn's just straight up, you're not the princess. I am almighty. Praise be to you that you've met me. <laughs> <laughs> Steve also says that if the unicorn doesn't gore something with its horn, I'm going to boycott. I'm so, it might not because it's it's hard magic user. Oh, it, okay. It's, I mean... You have a boss fight with it, and it swings at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you also have this just straight doctor. She's like, <laughs> should be fought from malpractice, because she's like, she takes care of patients, but then she just fucks off. <laughs> but also super hard, like, there's an injured person. I'm going to take care of them. I don't care if they're this supposed omen person. Right. There's an injured person here. <laughs> right, right. And then I also, I did just meet the playboy. Um, they're from another city and they just straight up shows up like, I heard I could find something. And he's just like, well, there was one good thing. I met this, met a beautiful lady like you <laughs> <laughs> talking to a random shopkeeper. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and then there's of course, naturally a church that wants to control the use of the sea lights and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And, um, I assume I'll eventually meet a church person who I might be able to team up with. But there are distinct biomes as well. There's a beach biome where the summer sea light is. You're currently in the autumn sea light area. The church's main base is in the winter sea light. And uh, I don't know about the spring. I actually haven't seen anyone from the spring yet. Mm. 
probably still to come. Which is probably why they're like, yeah. hey, go do that. Yeah, still to come. What would you rate this game out of 10? What would be your game set seal of approval for right now? For based, the moment. Based on the three hours I've played, maybe a seven. Okay, okay. Because, I mean, so far I haven't seen any reason besides them just being like, hey, you need to do the farming stuff if you want money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whole open world part. Because, I mean, each zone is actually fairly wide. And, again, one thing I got tracked off is there is time management because to get open up areas, you have to, like, get repair kits to fix bridges or you need bombs to blow up areas open. But by doing it, it takes up your time, so it kills the day. Because, like, for building a bridge, it takes, like, a two hours uh, fixing a ladder to open up the area so you don't have to run through everything each time. It takes an hour away from you and all that fun stuff. And there's more stuff that I have yet to unlock because, like, one of the things, like, you now have this farm, so you need money to renovate it to unlock stuff. Like, I yeah, can yeah. get a kitchen area. I can buy pens to be able to keep animals, which I assume can sell or get stuff for ingredients for to build stuff. Uh, have to acquire blueprints to make stuff. All that fun stuff. So, I mean, I'm very intrigued to continue it and see where this goes. And so far, the balance has been about, like, 50-50 because I have to do both of go to zones to continue the story and then do farming so I can buy shit. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so far, I'm, in, I'm having fun with it. Okay. I'll be curious to see the other characters because so far, all the nameable characters have had fairly interesting personalities. Now, is this an instant buy for you? I was planning on buying. The only reason I haven't bought it yet is because it came out right before God of War. Yeah, fair. fair and enough. I wasn't. I, I didn't buy it because I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to get into anything that I'm not gonna be able to finish. So I've just been playing like idle games the week leading up to God of War. Also, there's a story involving three little shits from the village who keep doing dumb shit. <laughs> like they straight up show up on your farms, like, hey. We have a secret hideout. Want to go see our? Want to join us and see the hideout? It's like, sure, why not? You go. The hideout's destroyed, and now it's been invaded by monsters. Like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I got this. <laughs> God, there's there's too much going on. We got too many games right now. I know. And I wanna, we got Pokemon next I week. Play Harvest Stella. <laughs> we got we got fucking Pokemon coming out. I know. And Pokemon's gonna be my I biggest still, time I sink. Still, we got more to do in God of War. And then yeah. like a week, two weeks after Pokemon, then got Midnight Suns. Yeah, this yeah is I know. Like, and then a few, and uh, like fuck. And then just honestly, like probably another few weeks after that, like we'll have uh, me and John at least will have Forspoken. Yeah. And then not long after that, we'll have Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy. Legacy. Which I'll be curious with the Midnight Suns thing because. We did mention a while back the whole Deadpool DLC, but we didn't mention the other characters announced with that. Yeah, it was... Uh, Morbius, yeah. Storm, and... Um, was it Venom? Yes, Venom. Yeah, I did like how in that promotional material that, you know, the Deadpool you know, Deadpool was like, oh, yeah, it's Morbin time, Dr. Morbius, and I'm yeah. like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God that, that meme got, got referenced yes. here. So I'll be curious to see how that works with the DLC because it says more or less they make some more playable characters and then they actually add some story stuff for each one of them and one... I'm going to be curious about it. Is it going to be enough worth to do another playthrough or is it just going to be an easy transition with them in, in your current game, even if you've completed it by the time they all come out? I would say based on how they've kind of talked about the game, it's going to be probably pretty easy to do another playthrough because one thing that they really emphasized on is that like even now with the base roster, 
you can't become best buddies with everyone in I'm one I'm going to fuck everyone in that mansion. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they flat out said already that, hey, you will not be able to unlock all like dialogue and like friendship content in one run. You, gotcha. you just won't. Like you're going to, like you can unlock like tidbits for each character sort of thing, but like you're only going to be able to fully unlock a character's like basically the friendship, you know, line with, you know, only a couple characters per run really. Okay. It's kind of what they talk chat about. So I kind of view it similar to almost like, you know, like, um, one of the two, last two Fire Emblem games, you know, the you know the three houses characters would yeah. be the Warriors one or the three houses of I knew where he was gonna say Fire Emblem, leading <laughs> into off, it, piss <laughs> off, piss off. Where like you know, it, how do you feel about it compared to Mass Effect? Now, see, Mass Effect, <laughs> I feel like you can really dive into almost everyone. Okay. Yeah, but with Fire Emblem, like you only have that so many activity points. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it it is tough to get like up to a ranked uh, friendship with everyone. It is tough. I mean, even still now, there is still scenes in Three Houses that I've never seen because it's characters I don't give a shit about, and I, I don't give a shit to go talk to them. Yeah. Well, that's what I was gonna say. It's like, I mean, unless you just want to see everything or get the friendship up up with everybody, yeah. It's, it's like, what's what's the point of it? In Midnight Suns. I'm a I'm a, a friend. I'm a talk to whoever I feel like talking to. Yep. And Whoever's if your it's, favorite. If it's interesting enough, or if their if their character is cool enough, like in the game, yeah, you can bet your ass I'm just gonna focus on that. Yeah, guy. exactly, exactly. No, we, you're right though. We have we, there are so many games coming out. We're busy. Yeah, this is. Remember the beginning of the year when we went. There's nothing for holidays. I knew yeah, the end of the year was gonna be a fucking nightmare. God damn. And here I, we are. I don't got the time to play everything I want to play right I now. I mean, I'm gonna be I honest. Feel that. I, I would have never bought Harvestella if it was a fucking joke of a comment I saw on Twitter was just like, God of yeah. War, Sonic Frontiers. Ah, I better buy a Harvestella. Yeah, it was some <laughs> joke that he 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 tagged me in, and I'm like, all right, bet Harvestella next game static episode, and Zach just literally just responded to me. He's like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, I literally <laughs> just responded with done. Yeah, I'm like, all right, bet. I can't wait to hear about it. Uh, but no, I feel you though. Not enough time because I'm I'm not kidding, man. When Pokemon comes out, like Sonic and God of War, both they're on the back burner. So Pokemon's my focus when that game comes out, at least for at least for a little while. So, so much to do. Gonna make the dumbest team possible. That's fine. Go for it. There's a lot of good mons to make a dumb team with. That's for sure. Um, get the cookie dough, the dog dough, the ghost get, dog. Yeah, get all three dogs. Yeah, get all three dogs. <laughs> and then get my treasure chest. Get all three dogs and then get... Uh, um, I, I don't know if I want to say it. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Okay, you have fun with that. Yeah, so I'll leave it alone. Anyway. Um, all right, so any Marvel Snap stuff we can chat about, or do we want to go ahead and get to weekly wrap-up? I haven't played Marvel Snap in like two weeks. People wow. are dumb with Black Panther. I, I enjoy I enjoy the Wakanda Forever stuff. I don't know. Black Panther's a good card. I just see people do dumb moves with him all the time. Yeah. Which make no sense. Literally a Shuri's lab sitting right there, and they mm-hmm. throw Black Panther on another base and went, the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you had a 20 power right there. What the fuck? Right, right. <laughs> I'm I'm still having fun with it. It's it, it's it's been my work game, you know, just killing time during the day. I just I, like I've been I've been in a mood for for idle games, so I've been playing a bunch of idle games. Okay, fair enough. Still grinding, trying to get a few cards. Finally got Venom for my destroy deck, so that's a that's a thank God moment. Still waiting on Wong. Still need him. I'm uh, just farming a complete collection. Yeah, I'll get there one day. Uh, weekly wrap up time. How are we feeling? Yeah. What's Steve got for Snap? 
Uh, he said uh, Wong into Black Panther into Zola on Series Lab. Series Lab. I mean, yeah, no, that would be atrocious. That would be absolutely toxic and just terrible. All right, uh, getting to weekly wrap-up. So the first thing is uh, involving Pokemon. So, yeah, the game is literally completely leaked, uh, which going back to sixth generation, the game's always been leaked in some capacity. Yes. Like, I know for sixth gen, I think it was a few days before the launch, the, the Pokedex got leaked uh, for the um, lower region. A decent amount of the Mons got leaked, Sword and Shield, pretty much everyone. No, this game is, like, top-to-bottom leaked, like, completely you know, completely already getting data mined. Uh, the entire decks is already out there with high quality photos. So waiting for the Nintendo ninjas uh, and see how bad this is going to be a few months from now. Uh, apparently, uh, you know, one of the more you know notorious leakers in the community, uh, and I say leaker, not saying that they are the direct leaker. They are just a new source of leaks being Centro leaks. They are like inviting Nintendo on to take them on because apparently with where Centro is located, I forgot what country they said they're from. Uh, basically, Nintendo can't touch them is the way that they're saying it. So like they are openly like tagging Nintendo like, come on, bring it. Go ahead and try to take us down. Do it. Do your worst. Like, so I don't know. I'll be lo- I'm looking forward to seeing the aftermath because like this is probably the most leaked I've ever seen Pokemon in the past few generations. This is bad leaked. Like, to an excessive level of bad. Yeah. Because, like, that we've already seen, like, you know, all these different mons that are going to be in DLC only. You know, Third Legendary, these other two Paradox ones. Like, everything that's going to be in the DLC, we've already now seen. Like, it's bad, bad. So, oof. I'll be looking forward to seeing how the Nintendo Ninjas are going to slap this one. But uh, next thing on the weekly wrap-up is Sony's reportedly teaming with NC Soft to develop a Horizon MMORPG Developers said to be the devs behind Guild Wars 2, and the devs did comment on this, where they just kind of danced around it, uh, which, in my mind, confirmed it. You know, okay. Yeah, the, the way they danced around it, you know, of dodging the question completely and not flat out denying it, you know? So yeah. I feel like that kind of confirms it. I actually think that'd be a really sick idea, honestly. Never played a Horizon game, so... I think it would be a really sick idea is to have a MMORPG in that universe. I think that'd be a lot, a lot of fun. As long as we have that chess game in there, I'm good. I, I love that game so much. Oh, from yeah. Journey to the West? Oh, uh, yeah. Forbidden for, West? Yeah, Forbidden West. I love that game. That this game is dude, fun. This dude likes all like the mini games in games I do. better than the games. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> that, that game was so much fun. I loved it. Uh, next up, Netflix is making a live-action Gears of War movie, and Batista is apparently starring as Marcus, to my understanding. That's coming from himself. He put up a video about it. Uh, so And everyone doubled down on it, too, so... I didn't see the official confirmation from Netflix, uh, but even like the original, like you know, guy who led the Gears of War, the yeah. trilogy, like even he kind of doubled down on. Like, I don't know. I mean, the, like I said, Batista's the one who personally put this up, of where it's like you know he comes up, he opens up, um, you know, like a chest, whatever. He's just like, this is my shit. And then there's the next shot of him in the armor. He's like, it's about damn time. I mean, I'm fine with Batista I'm being yeah. Marcus. That's a perfect casting, in my opinion. I'm here for that. I'm here. I'm here for. Uh, I got no thoughts. Yeah, on I didn't this. think I you got, did. I don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got. The, I got. Who's the, Dom? That's gonna be the big question. Who's Dom? Who's gonna be Cole? You know, that's gonna be the big questions. And Barrett as well. I did see someone make a uh, make a meme about it after uh, you know Batista you know put that video out where it's yeah. just like, all right, now just get the Rock to be Cole and get John Cena to be Baird. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, so just fill out that cast with with wrestlers. Got it. I would not make. <laughs> 
Cole the Rock. I would actually get the voice actor Cole because he looks like the same person in real life. Does he really? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Either way, I, I'll be looking forward to this. Uh, Gears War. Gears War is a great series. Uh, Remedy has finally officially confirmed that Control Two is in development. We already we already knew this was. Yeah. But we did get the official confirmation that Control Two, which is exciting for fans of that. I actually sent to Jimmy, and Jimmy got very excited for it. I thought you were never going to send Jimmy shit again. I gave him one last chance, and he didn't shrug me off. Okay. So, might get another chance. We'll see. Uh, Ubisoft confirmed that Santa Time Remake is not canceled, even though all the pre-orders were canceled and refunded. So, uh, But they also did further detail that there is no further plans for anything else Prince of Persia at this time. <laughs> so, I guess with how bad this remake is going for them, there's no chance you're going to get like a Warrior Within remake or a Two Thrones remake. Oof. Which is so sad because Warrior Within is honestly my favorite of that trilogy. I love Warrior Within. That game is awesome. You know, they keep trying to bring Prince of Persia back to the limelight and it fails every time. It, it really does, man. Because like a couple years back, they tried to do it with the movie and yeah, with, they sorry, re-released. And Jake yeah, and restarted <laughs> with the first game again. Yeah, fucking awful. Yeah, they they just dropped the ball ball every time with Prince of Persia. I think I think after this remake comes out, I think Prince of Persia is perma dead. I don't think it's ever coming back. Which it's is highly doubtful. Which is sad. I really enjoy this series quite a bit. Uh, last thing I got on the weekly wrap up is Battlefield 2042 is coming to Game Pass via EA Access with the release of season three in late November. They're still not playing it. Still not playing it. So, but they're trying. They're trying to get people to play it. Because <laughs> I just saw some news thing the other day as well, where like multiples of old battlefields are just completely blowing 2042's player count out of the water. Yep. Like multiple old battlefields are are blowing it out. 2042 of the water. is dead. 2042 is a dumpster fire game. But hey, remember it's Halo's fault. Don't forget. Don't forget that. Which also speaking of Halo, they did officially launch the Forge beta. Yep. Forgot about it. For who? For all of us, we can get on and play. I mean, who's playing? That's fair. The people who <laughs> never gave up. Yeah, people who still haven't given up hope on Halo. There's probably a couple dozen of them out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, since the, console, Forge, the console's got to be popping somewhat. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to be. The, the PC's been the PC's been dead. I mean, for a based while. on Xbox's thing for free games, it's usually on like the second row, so. Mm. For they multiplayer. Can, they can put whatever they want through there. You know, and since, you know, the Forge beta is out, does that mean the co-op campaign is out right now too? Nope. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, oh, that sucks. Still waiting on that. Whenever it comes out, are we going to play? Because I would like to play that campaign. Uh, at this point, maybe not. I would like to play. Like so, when it when it comes out, are we going to play? I mean, I'm I might play it. No, because I I enjoyed the few hours that I played, but I'm telling you, it's it playing it. You can tell where they really want to play. Uh, they want it to be co-op. Like it's very clear that that needs to be a co-op experience. So that's why I stopped playing because I was waiting to play with you guys. I haven't touched it. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I got nothing we else. Lied. What would we Oh, so it is out. So, yeah, campaign co-op is out, but not couch co-op. Okay. Well, couch co-op. And canceled. campaign mission replay. Finally. Such a basic-ass feature. You can tell how much we were giving a shit about it. <laughs> well, we have too many games to play, but now that we know that it's out, we can officially put it on our radar to play it at some point. But that's at it's, some point. At some point. We got to... We got a busy couch cop may no longer be a thing anymore. It's just gonna be. Well, no, they canceled that. Oh, did they? Okay, yeah, cool. We we yeah. talked about that. Yeah, I guess I'm not it. reading the updated part of this. Gotcha. Yeah, because they updated it like four days ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was canceled. I like that the the on the co-op is available now. 
in the hardest time to fit a slot in for it. Basically. Yep. Yeah, we're, we're busy. We got other shit to play. Um, I got nothing else for the weekly wrap-up. You boys got anything? Uh, Shout-out to on the 14th, the lasted uh, new DLC pack. Monk, Warlock, Bard. All coming out on the 14th. Yeah, we'll chat about that next week as well. Because um, next week we'll have Pokemon, hopefully the Black Friday deals, and we can chat about that one as well and how it's going for you. So next week will be good. I'm excited for next week's episode. We can shout out to Sugaden on PS1 having seamless transitions for a PS1 game. <laughs> no, sorry. Shout out to the PlayStation Plus just continuing to be a massive dumpster fire. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. Seen a lot of chatter about that online right now. Did you unsubscribe to that finally? Uh, no, but I do need to. It's going to renew here in like a um, week and a half, so I need to unsubscribe <laughs> from that so it doesn't renew since I'm on the yearly payment. <laughs> it's like, what, 120 bucks, I think? I don't know. I don't pay attention. I think it was 120 for you, the premium. You unsubbing completely from it? Uh, Yeah, probably. Uh, I, I, I don't even feel the need to have the essential anymore. I really don't. I don't, I don't see a need for me to have it, so I'll probably just unsub completely for now. I mean, I'm sure I'll come back eventually if they ever get their head out of their ass and make the premium tier worth it. Uh, but for now, I just I'm, I don't need it. I mean, I've barely used my PlayStation recently, so I'm I'm, I'm good. I I keep it just for the free games. monthly games. Yeah, yeah. I haven't downloaded those in a very long time. I don't even know what the pr- past like multiple months worth of free game I have not looked. So. I just add them to the library every month. I'm sure you'd still better than Xboxes. They haven't given a good free game oh, in a while. Dude, their their games with for gold, whatever, is garbage. It hasn't they, been they good in a while. Dude, you can tell they don't give a shit about that that at all. Every now and again, you get a pretty decent indie game. Yeah, every once in a while. Once on a blue moon. Speaking of indie game, we did have an indie world. That happened. Yeah, it happened. I, I didn't watch it. I didn't either. <laughs> that happened. I saw it and went, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought the same thing. I'm good. Appreciate it, though. Thanks for throwing that out, Nintendo. And then, then it blows me away where there's actual like backlash from it. I'm like, it's an indie world. What the fuck were you expecting out of it? I don't know. New Mario game, new Zelda, you know, new Smash Brothers game. You need to fucking relax. Like, what? the I amount mean, of backlash I saw from it was ridiculous. And anyone who cares, Platoon 3's Splat Fest happening with association with Pokemon. So. Yeah, it is different outfits, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I'm so excited for Pokemon. So excited for it. It's gonna be great. Well, oh, we gonna do that thing I suggested way back when with Scarlet and Violet. What what, what was that? What you suggest? Once we get to a point where we can unlock the world, we just all go and jump in the world. Take like in forty minutes to an hour to go catch a team and then just fight with whatever we manage to get catch. Be a good video. I mean, I'll do it. I mean, I'll do it. I'm sure Josh will too. If we can get him out and about. I mean, he's been playing a lot of Pokemon. I know that. I know he's gonna be off for at least the the full release weekend, but. Well, we're not doing it release weekend. No, I'm definitely not. I'll be playing the game, having a great time. Trying to be the very best, like there never was, like well, Ash. I might finally beat another generation besides two and one. You didn't beat actually, you didn't beat eight, did you? Well, I have all the gens. I've just literally haven't completed any but gen one and two. Mm. I don't know why. boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in the middle These of each. They're expensive. What do you mean they're expensive? You have all the generations? Yeah. God, some of those games are expensive now. I probably have 10K worth of games sitting in my house. That's probably accurate for you, yeah. 
especially when since you buy like a lot of the super rare like JRPGs and stuff. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it then. I think we're good. Uh, so like I said, next week, episode 111, Pokemon Black Friday, um, Celesta. Shout out to that. Uh, the week after that, uh, we will be on a break for Thanksgiving week, and then we'll come back with 112 on 12.3, talk about Midnight Suns and whatever else. And then we'll be live for the Game Awards, uh, 12.8. We should probably still do an episode on that Saturday, or that Game Awards will just be episode 113. I don't know. We'll figure that out when we come to that week. Regardless, we're going to attempt to do another live stream. We'll be, we'll be live for it this time. I'm feeling it. <laughs> we'll be live for Look, last time me and John got sick. Okay, that's different. We're one for three. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we're one, we are. We're one for three. We'll get it this time. We'll get it this time. I wasn't even part of the show technically the first time. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, I just need someone to chat with. Yeah, that's true. No, we'll get it this time. John, let's not get sick this time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be live for the Game Awards. I want to live react to it. Sounds fun. Uh, then next break, of course, planned for Christmas Eve, and then final episode of the year, 1231, episode 115, and for 115, I think we're going to do the GameStatic uh, top 10 games of the year, I think is what we're going to do. I think that's what we're going to do. I don't think that's much of a list this year. I think it's a pretty good list. I think it's, I mean, we have a good list going. I mean, I don't feel like we're going to argue as much as we usually do. There's, there's no arguing. It's just we're making a nice list, you know. I think it's going to be good. There's no arguing. I don't think there'll be any arguing okay, at all. Sure. Because <laughs> I think we can all agree what's probably going to be at number one. It's already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is there? Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> is it God of War? Yeah, it is God of War. Was the first thing that I typed. Okay, cool. cool. There you go. Yeah, so we'll do that. It's Tale of a Rise. <laughs> do you think that shouldn't be on the list anymore? No, I'm saying, where is it? That came it's out last year. Did it? I thought it came out at the beginning of the year. Tales of Arise? That came out in 2021, didn't it? Fact check. I think that was a 2021 I game. It, I thought it was the beginning of this year. No, that was last oh, year, bro. I don't know where I'm at. Hang on. That was a 2021 game. Yeah, that was September 2021. Yep, September 2021. Hey, put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> it hey, it's, it's better than half the games that came out this year. It only Whoa. counts if it came out in December. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do our very first uh, annual thing there. We're going to do that, that every year. That might be what it was. We didn't do it last year. Probably. Yeah, so it was still on my mind. Yeah, we, did, we, did, we didn't do that top 10 list last year. This is going to be the first time we've ever done it. We'll do it every year. I can't year. fight for the quarry, though, this year. Can't fight for it? Why not? No, I can. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you said you can't fight for it. Yeah, it's on the list. It's on the list. I think we have a good list so far. I got some more to, gotta, we got to look to add to it, but I think we got a pretty good list so far. I think it'll be fun. Be a fun list. No arguing. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at that. Digimon Thrive was a fucking banger. <laughs> got, I, got that, I got that on the list there for you. That's not going to be on the list. <laughs> I mean, if John fights hard enough for I, it. Hey, man, that was, a, that was a great game. Friggin' Murder McJohn over there. Hey, look, I've only got one game on this list that I'm going to die on my hill fighting for that it gets in the top ten. And you guys know which one it is. Stray. Stray was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good game. That was a, that was a nice little fun experience. I ain't gonna lie. All right, I'm gonna hit the music. We're gonna get out of here. All righty then. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you're watching this live, you can hit subscribe on Spark 3 if you're not already. I think it helps out. Um, and then you can also check uh, YouTube.com at Gamesthetic and subscribe there and see all the stuff that we're hopefully gonna start posting there soon. Mm, thank you very much. Bye.
Alright, do everything he said and more. And if you made it to the end, thank you very much. And hopefully uh, you'll be here uh, next week when we talk about some Pokemon. Maybe some Celasta if I sit down and play it some. Oh, you did switch you. No. I was looking over here. This is delayed. My bad. Anyway, <laughs> check us out on our website as well. Sparky3.com. Uh, make sure to check out our sponsors like Agent Inc. And grab a jersey. Let's see if I get my hand to go up. Oh, I didn't do it. This you got to cover your face. Oh, right. My bad. All right, hold on. Sniper shot. <laughs> yeah, go get a jersey. Agentink.gg slash collection slash Sparky3. I think that's what it is. Down in the description below. Uh, join the Discord, all that stuff. Uh, we'll see you next week for Pokemon. Can't wait. Bye.